See the real Fusei. We are not men disguised as mere dogs. We are wolves disguised as men. Wolves, not men. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast. We're not men disguised as mere dogs. We're wolves. Disguised as men. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Hiroyuki Okiura's Jinro, The Wolf Brigade. Before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? In this episode, we are under the influence of a wine by the name of Juggernaut. Ooh. And although the name doesn't necessarily uh, pertain to the movie title... If you look at the label, it has a really gnarly looking scary wolf. Scary fucking lion. I thought I would. I is was it? Uh, maybe it is a lion, but it. I was sort of thinking it was wolf like. Yeah, I mean, it has claws and it's scary, and I wouldn't want to <laughs> fight it in any capacity. So that's the only thing that drew my attention to it. I was like, okay, the Wolf Brigade. Yeah, the Juggernaut thing works. I yeah, mean, these guys are tanks. It also says Hillside Cab. I don't know what that is reference to, but. No, no celebrity, uh, I guess, wine uh, co-maker this week. Nobody. Not that I can see. No? No. This isn't fucking uh, John Bon Jovi's <laughs> compilation with some other dude. Juggernaut. No. Well, let's... Uh... Maybe it's got something to do with the Marvel character Juggernaut. Oh. No, it doesn't. I'm just... <laughs> You're just fucking making shit up. Which I think I'm going to start doing a little more of. It's a vintage 2018. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see what this uh, juggernaut, if it really packs a punch. Mm, smells, smells pretty good. good. Yeah. Nice. All right. Alrighty, Dad. Now that we have, uh, I guess, our, our proper lubrications all poured out, you're going to get that first sip out of the way. Ooh, Excellent. Perfect. This one actually was somewhat expensive compared to my your previous yeah uh, previous. This choices. one was expensive, and then I went with a really cheap one to sort of even yeah. it out. <laughs> so I didn't spend too much money yeah. on one bottle of wine. I usually don't go for much over fifteen dollars, but this one was uh, twenty plus. I want to get uh, I guess CJ McCollum of the Portland Trailblazers has a wine that's like fifty or sixty dollars, and I really want to get it one day. I don't know where it is. They don't. They certainly don't sell it at Ingles. But apparently it was what sparked a, a run of uh, playoff genius by um, the, the Portland Trailblazers. Damian yeah. Lillard. I've never understood the pricing of wine and what makes one wine. Obviously, somebody with a better palate than my own mm-hmm. would be able to uh, tell me something about that. But um, I've had $5 wines. I've had $20 wines. I've had a $30 wine. Big baller over here. Oh, yeah. We need to get the uh, the blender test with the wines too. That's Did you say Kendra bought me a wine that usually went for like fifty? It went for a lot more. It oh, went really? For like over a hundred bucks, I yeah. thought. Uh, oh, wow! But this isn't a wine podcast. This is a, a quasi movie <laughs> podcast where I Whoops. also ask you about jerking off. I don't really know what this thing is anymore, but I still want to know about at least the the framing device of what we're going into. What's the this movie about, Dad? Well. 
It's a 1999 Japanese action political thriller. Mm-hmm. This one's a little different. I compared guess. to your normal anime. Yeah, it's not as uh, it's more gr- grounded, but also you know has some things woven in there, maybe uh, a little loosely. But we can get into that. And it was written obviously by Oshi. Mm-hmm. That yeah, Mamoru Oshi. Yeah, and uh, from um, Ghost in the Shell, right? Yeah, he also did uh, Yurusai Matsura. Mm. And the director was Okiara? Uh, Okiara, Okiara, yeah. yeah. I, I guess it's about that. Hiroyuki. And I guess it was supposed to be the third film in the Kerberos saga mm-hmm. of Oshis. And um, I guess it's primarily based on Oshis' manga of Kerberos Panzer Cop. Mm-hmm. Apparently in the timeline of those stories, this is like... The third of those that were released. Oh yeah, you have that here. But like, th- this is like the f- the the beginning of that story, I suppose. But the, apparently, they've transmuted character names and certain plot elements of that. But yeah, I I really didn't understand the third film aspect of it. But yeah, um, <clears throat> and uh, this was all hand drawn, and I guess uh, Okiura um, favored that traditional animation. Mm-hmm. Where I think Oshi did Ghost in the Show with a lot of CGI stuff. And uh, he basically said, you know, if he would have done it, it would have taken only like 30. This took 80,000 cells where the other one, you know, if he did it, it would only take 30. Mm-hmm. It's a good looking movie. It's pretty flat in terms of its colors and stuff like that. Right. No, the animation's pretty decent. Yeah. And um, the only fun fact I really have is they actually have a live action remake. And it was more based around the South Korean, um, uh, well, a South Korean dystopian uh, future mm-hmm. where they were trying to, you know, bring the two, Koreas unite together. the two Koreas together. That'd be dope. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, I don't know how that movie played out. Wasn't it supposed to have like a happier ending or something like that? Yeah, I think that was one of the complaints. Yeah, that he actually just like got laid at the end instead of just being <laughs> yeah. a sad shill for the government. It's too yep. bad. I, I don't know. I didn't look too much into the movie, but it didn't seem like people really liked it, uh-huh. you know. And usually if they change it up, people tend to get pissed off, so. Yeah. If the guy doesn't originally get ass in the fucking first movie, don't make him get it in the, the remake. That's just, like, <laughs> completely changing the mood. Exactly. This is an incel favorite. And as far as Rotten Tomatoes, uh, critics somewhat divided. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. 55%, 22 reviews. So uh, 50-50 take on this one. And the audience, 78%. Mm-hmm. And there was 5,000 plus reviews. So the audience, and I found that most of uh, the uh, reviews from the audience tended to be, you know, people liked it. Yeah. I guess I understand where both are coming from and, you know, why you might like it. But, you know, the critic, uh, the critic score is maybe a little bit more aligned uh, with maybe how I feel about it. But... Uh, I guess we can sort of hash that out in the letterbox, but this is, I guess, just needs to be mentioned at the top. This is our first, uh, I don't want to know if you want to call it a a fan, but it is our first uh, review suggestion movie. So this is a warning that uh, if you do put these movies up here, I might have to uh, call them shit. So (laughs) sorry, Lord Lord Kobe. Yeah. This is a quick way to alienate anybody who wants to do it, but fuck it, dude. Let's get into these letterbox worst reviews. Uh, one and a half stars by Ben Daniels on October 18th, 2013. 
This movie tries to make me feel sorry for a member of the special police force. Basically the fucking Gestapo. Listen, prick, you watched a little girl fighting for her basic freedom blow herself up and I have to listen to your fucking sob story? It was, I don't know if it was really like a sob story though. Since it was, it seems like a big mindfuck. The manipulation of like, he was always a double agent. But I do agree that copaganda day and age i mean i'll get into my spotlight and there's a couple well i mean there was also a love story so i mean because i don't think he knew that she was working for the other side did she they did the whole time yeah but i don't think he didn't he just only get verification of it you know after he had sort of met up with her because I remember they showed the pictures, and mm. then that's when he realizes that she's, you know, working for the other side, and that she's. That's a good point. Maybe I missed that, but I guess what I was uh, alluding to is just the the rundown at the very end, um, where the the commander is just like, "We've been scouting this girl the whole time. Like this has all been just a, a ploy to essentially capture her." Right. Um. So yeah, maybe maybe I missed that part. That might have yeah. been my bad. Uh, he got another two stars by Justin Hughes on January 30th, 2021, a boring piece of copaganda that tries to squeeze every last drop out of its little red riding hood framing metaphor. Very disappointing considering the effectiveness of Oshi's first film, Angel's Egg, at least, or at making use of symbolism. Uh, the little red riding hood thing really was overplayed how they ended up. I mean, the, what the final image of the film is the brothers Grimm version of the little red riding hood book like in a puddle isn't that one of the last things that you see i don't know i'm pretty sure that was like one of the 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 leaving images that you left i mean i looked up sort of about the little red riding hood story and Uh i guess it's sort of it it has multiple multiple people have used this story Mm -hmm. and sort of had their own take on it Mm -hmm. supposedly this i think was a german rendition of it i mean the book that he was reading was a the brothers grim was it the brothers grim i thought it was some it was a it was a german i think they are german in the movie no i think (laughs) this is all about germans not about japanese dudes no the brothers grim i think they're german oh that very well could be yeah but i think the original little red riding hood was written by a french frenchman yeah It, it it came out you know it's a French story, but mm-hmm. that is, yeah, I'm not really quite sure. It seems like these type of fairy tales can just be fucking regurgitated by like right. really whoever wants to do it. But yeah, if I was to pick the little red riding hood of this movie versus something like hoodwinked or whatever stupid animated movie was, I'd probably choose hoodwinked. That was at least a little more lighthearted and they had a, a cool granny in that one too. Uh, two stars by Spurdo on September 13th, 2020 story. Didn't tickle my bungus. And I just liked, <laughs> I just like that comment. I mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse at this point. Uh, two and a half stars by Lucas. Oh, Jesus. R. Truther. That's a hard last name. On uh, February 28th, 2021, Exposition dropped the movie. And this is a, a lot of movies that have like a, a slant of sci-fi or alternative history often get kind of muddled by the exposition. And this was especially... Uh, Especially so. It seemed like they couldn't get out of their own way, whether it's a metaphorical dialogue or just like explaining the, uh, I guess, just the way the world works. And right. It just didn't work for me. Uh, and then finally, two and a half stars by K on January 18th, 2021. No amount of heavy handed symbolism is going to make me care about the complexities of cop. 
A cab podcast, baby. <laughs> Fuck the police. <laughs> That's what we're gonna talk about all all episode. And my dad is uncomfortable. He's not ready for it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that I would be comfortable. But yeah. <clears throat> you fucking, you were supporting Derek Chavine or whatever his no, goddamn no. name was. <laughs> you sick motherfucker. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> before I, I continue to put you in a bad place, this is going to be... Hold uh, the podcast. Yeah. We could have a conversation. No, I'm just no I fucking, no. He should have gone to jail. <laughs> Uh, Dad, we've illuminated the internet. Turn off Fox News in the background, please. Yeah, I got Hannity in an earpiece in one and fucking Tucker Carlson in the other. I'm just babbling. Uh, where would you like to, to shine your spotlight this episode, Dad? Um, the, the one thing about this movie that was... It, it, it definitely was painfully slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very drawn out. Um, the Red Riding Hood thing... I mean, in real life, Red Ride, Little Red Riding Hood had a happy ending. <laughs> Obviously, this not so much. Mm-hmm. Well, and like I was saying, the Brothers Grimm's fairy tales are usually pretty fucking grim. Like, yeah, as as the name would uh, suggest. I mean, what the sisters in Cinderella they cut their toes off, right? Isn't that one of the things? I'm pretty sure that's the thing. Like they they cut their toes off, and one of them, uh, Rapunzel hangs herself with her own hair. Uh, and I think Rubble Stiltskin's foreskin gets woven into a quilt at the end of it. Like, that's like the actual story. <laughs> like, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you too well, Joe. I'm not saying anything I wouldn't fucking say normally, dude. This is the truth. And um, as far as the, the characters, I mean, actually had, you know, looked Japanese. Where a lot, you know, obviously a lot of animes, um, the characters really are not... Yeah, they're stylized. You know, Asian looking. Yeah. I think that's cool, though. I think that was like a cool aspect of this film, that it was very like Japanese specific. Right. And uh, I found it interesting that they had Volkswagen Beetles. And I was thinking to myself, what? You know, was the Beetle, did it go back that far? Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, they started making those in 1938. Yeah, dude. It's been around forever, you know. Herbie the Love Bug. Herbie. Did you ever see that movie? I Disney? did with the Lindsay Lohan one. Yeah. Oh, yeah I never right. saw the real thing. They did movie. a remake. No, I remember as a kid watching that yeah. movie. There were some crazy stories from the set of Herbie, dude. Excuse me? Yeah. Lindsay Lohan was caught multiple times in Herbie blowing coke. This is the same type of thing like with Robert Pattinson. No, I'm dead serious. Robert Pattinson, another thing. <laughs> Where do you come up with these things? No. Well, I was just going to say, like, there's been a lot of car scandals in movies, dude. Robert Pattinson got caught fucking Zoe Kravitz on the, the scene of uh, the set of Batman on top of a car, on top of the Batmobile. There's just, like, a long history of stuff of people doing crazy stuff in cars and movies. But yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Well, this is the kind of stuff that comes out now that the internet is... Mm-hmm is in our lives because <laughs> this is the first time I've heard of this. Yeah, Michael Myers, or yeah, Mike Myers in fucking uh, Wayne's World. Uh, what was uh, that other guy, Dana Carvey? Yeah. He sucked his dick in the car when they were no. doing... <laughs> when they were doing Bohemian Rhapsody, he gucked him. It was crazy. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be one of those podcasts. Yeah, it's all over for me, dude. I'm done. And the ending, uh, Killing the Girl, was was unexpected. And uh, I was just questioning. I mean, everybody, obviously, you know, the movie, it's implied that he did kill her. But, you know, when they cut back to the, um, what is his name? Honda? The Honda? Uh, I don't know if that's actually Honda. I think that is. That's not Han- Honda? His, I think oh, no. 
Toby, like okay. Hachiro Toby or something yeah. like that. All right, whoever it was. Yeah. The but then the commander. one guy had the gun. Like, was he waiting to see if he would kill her? Is mm-hmm. that what the whole thing? I think it was. Because I thought maybe there was some implication that he actually took the shot or something. And then. No, because he pulled the, the, the hammer back and like released it, meaning like he oh, brought he it out. Oh, then he didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, I guess I missed that. So I think it was one of those things where they uh, had a uh, second bullet definitely aimed at her, had to, uh, just in case. Uh, and my two, um, my two spotlights, uh, subtlety was really not a part of this, this movie's, uh, repertoire. Uh, it, it, like I said before in the spotlight, it felt like a lot of the dialogue was either exposition or metaphorically. And I do kind of think it's funny for a movie or really like a book to only speak in metaphors, but specifically like a real type of person to only speak in metaphors. Like, you know, a guy is like... I guess breaking up with a girl and she's like, well, wait a second. Like, why isn't this working? Like what's going on? He's like, well, you know, when Goldilocks, you know, went to the first bed, (laughs) didn't really fit. It was uh, not a really great fit there. Second bed spends too much money and has a pussy that smells like old cottage cheese. And that's, you're the second bed and I'm trying to find the third one. So I like, uh, I like somebody who only speaks of metaphors if they're that, I guess, specific about it. And, uh, I guess the, the my next comment was just like the the pro crop uh, pro crop pro cop programming and there really was a peak uh, in cops and being that like you know you put on cops that's a cool show they're busting criminals dude they're doing the right thing and I guess some of the questions that kind of come with that is like how many times has a cop actually been swayed out of a ticket or something by some sort of sexual favor. I guess is maybe my primary question. Like that's an that's an open question to you. Like how how many in the United States per day do you think will not give a ticket because they've been solicited by whoever they're uh, gonna give the ticket to? Them? You're asking me how often it happens. Yeah, how do you how often do you think that happens in today's United States? I'm not saying I I'm sure it's happened. I mean they've portrayed that in the movies a lot for sure. And uh, I'm sure it's happened. Hmm. Um, cops. You think, you think cops have OnlyFans? They just fucking turn their, their body cams down and just get head? Yeah. Well, <laughs> nowadays, funny. maybe probably not so much. Yeah. I mean, th- everything's sort of changed, obviously. Well, we're not too far off uh, from everybody being either compromised on the internet or like putting up their own pornographic videos. So for a cop to start an OnlyFans isn't like too outlandish of an idea. And I actually wanted to be a cop once. Did you know that? No. I uh, I was very much influenced by the, the cop TV show. Uh, I had seen a couple of things, and I thought it was a cool job. I thought I had, like, the tangibles to be, uh, be a cop. Um, I've always had a, a really itchy trigger figure. I was always ready to shoot before <laughs> I was ready. Um, my dick is just not big at all. <laughs> And uh, being from New Hampshire, I'm just really good at racial profiling. So I definitely know the whites from the blacks or anything else. So I thought I could have been a cop for sure. But, you know, then I grew the fuck up. <laughs> uh, this is going to be just me making you uncomfortable this yeah, whole time. Well, whatever. You can go for it. You got to fucking put me like you got to you got to chime back and say something else, dude. You got to rip into me. Uh, this is what I'm asking for at this point. I'm trying to incite you. Why don't you incite me with some takeaways at the very least? I didn't really have a lot of takeaways from this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, the only thing I, <laughs> you know, a, a German victory in World War II is <clears throat> always portrayed as dark and frightening, which it would obviously have been that way. Mm-hmm. And I guess in the movie, too, Germany, I guess, would have dropped the bomb. Because they do show, don't they have like like a prequel? Like, you know, yeah, they're showing the a montage images. of, and then there's like a, a scene of Hiroshima. Uh-huh. So I if the Germans were victorious, they must have somehow dropped the bomb. That Not crazy. that uh, were were German Germany and Japan were allies. Though. Yeah, they were yeah. they were together. Yeah, but I think there's the implication it would have been that they had dropped the bomb on Japan. Oh well, I think I think I caught something where in this particular world of Oshis, like the Panzer, uh, I think. Japan sides with the allies in that particular thing. I think that was like something that I read. I might be wrong though. Yeah. So yeah, Germany definitely could have been the one to uh, pull that trigger for sure. It seems like they would. And as far as the ending, obviously love doesn't always conquer all. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, it didn't even seem like he, I don't, I couldn't really tell if he liked her or not. It seemed like he was just like so dead on the inside that it didn't seem feasible for him to be uh the other end of a, a love thing i felt like he did i mean he probably is just horny <laughs> like i'm saying dude if you're just like a, a stone cold killer and you just get nothing from nobody i'm sure you're gonna fall for any fucking jane doe who comes out of nowhere dude like so maybe he did but it doesn't seem like he has the emotional capacity to really like be as upset as he was. I don't know. It seemed weird to me, too, that at the end, they just, you know, they come in, they bring all the, uh, you know, his, his armor or whatever mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, outfit him. And then he goes and kills everybody. But, like, why would they just have one guy? You know, they had a whole group, the Wolf Brigade, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it just all of a sudden they just turned him, you know, into this cold killing machine. Like, you know, and he just, why was it that they set it up that way? Maybe that is just his role. Like, that was just always what he was best at, is just being that killing machine. But also, I mean, they're, the Wolf Brigade is, what, ostensibly a secretive unit within the Special Forces team who have all those uh, body armor, you know, yeah. things. So uh, there are some questions that could be asked to the director <laughs> there. I think that's the easiest way. Oh, and one guy shows up with a golf bag, and there's no golf clubs in it. Oh, yeah. just like... <laughs> Maybe that was what he was hiding the MG42 or whatever in it. Did yeah, I'm the sure that he, you know, he had some of the equipment in there, but I was just like going, okay, they have one guy walk in with a empty golf bag, you know, he's just <laughs> like walking the streets. It's like that's not hitting suspicious golf balls into people's eyes. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, that that was pretty funny. I love the idea of accidentally pulling out a gun at the golf course. <laughs> I don't. It's just like how did this get here? Uh, and my only takeaway was that lying about your intentions is, is a is a great way to get a woman to fall in love with you, which uh, seems about as true as anything I maybe ever said. But I do like the idea of lying about more stuff on this podcast, as I've already uh, sort of played with uh, in the first couple of minutes. So I'm really just going to start making shit up now because I, I feel like I'm too straight. You're obviously the straight man. I have to be... Uh, the unstraight person, <laughs> however you want to put it. The thing of it is, you're not going to be able to fool me because I know you too well now. I can read your lies. 
I guess, but then you know, this is why we have a whole category. Called of course, there ha- there are some times when you do say things, and I'm like, "There's no way," and you're like, uh, "No, no, it's true. It's a, it's on the internet." Yeah. Well, now I'll just say that everything is true, and you'll have to sort of decipher that on your own time. Uh, <laughs> but we're uh, we're gonna jump right into three lies and a truth. So this is your chance to actually figure out if I'm. Yeah, uh, actually, I guess I really don't know. You have I, absolutely I, no fucking idea. In ter- terms of these, because I I constantly fail on this. Yeah, I've yeah. I've made up stories my whole life, so this is just part of my 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 shtick. <laughs> first ones first. Director Okiura and scriptmaster Mamoru Oshii frequently argued during the film's production due to Oshii's need for constant oversight, and was eventually asked to stay off studio premises until the production was complete. Entry number two. Mamoru Oshii's original screenplay for Jinro featured a more literal translation of its title, where Fusei was conceived as an actual werewolf working for the Japanese special unit. But after a rewrite by Okiura, the Little Red Riding Hood element was made the focal point. Entry number three. Mamoru Oshii is unsatisfied with only having been able to write the film due to the constraint of only, or excuse me, due to the constraint of already working on Ghost in the Shell, and he believes that he should have still been allowed to make it. And then finally, the Kerberos saga, while framed as an alternate history of post-World War II Japan, is described by Oshi as an exploration of fairy tales and myth-making. And throughout its different inst- insta- yeah, installments, features many of the Brothers Grimm's fairy tales, such as Rapunzel, Snow White, and Cinderella. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? I think the last one's a lie. Mm-hmm. You gonna lock that one in? Yep. Okay, that is a lie. It is... Uh, not what that is about. I actually don't know what the point of the, the Kerberos uh, saga is, but it's certainly not that. Yeah. So we got three left. And uh, I know that uh, Jin Ro actually is translated as werewolf, right? Mm-hmm. Which I found funny. I guess, yeah, I mean, wolf man, wolf brigade. I don't really, but yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say too much. Okay. I'm going to say that's not the truth either. We're locking that in? Yeah. That is correct. So that is another lie. We are down to the last two. So either uh, frequent arguing between Oshi and Okiura or Oshi believing he should have been able to make the movie the whole time. I think the truth is Oshi believing... Because I think he did want to make the movie, and then he sort of gave it up because of his work on Ghost in the Shell. So I'm going to go with that one. Final answer? Yeah. You're correct. You got it. Yeah. And I did realize that uh, last week, customarily, isn't it that if uh, you lose this category that they get three points? Or is that... Because that was something I forgot last week, but you ended up fucking losing anyway, so who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> you were going to lose anyway. No, dude. I picked up on that, too. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, well, no, I thought, no, yeah, because I kicked the field goal, and then all of a sudden you said I was three points up, so I was yeah. like, whatever, I'm not going to argue with the refs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the refs missed the call. Erskine was uh, in desperate need of a win there, but he could not fucking pull it out. Uh, so I mean, I spent some time in the slammer, so you know I'm not. Uh... Yeah, you got a handy in the drunk take, from what I remember. You were nah, a little, nah, 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 you were a little cagey about it. See, but... that's another lie. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> no dude with fucking tattoos on his face jerked me off. That's bullshit. But uh, we do know where the ball is going. 
if he did, I was passed out, and that's damn rape. Yeah, that's 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 what they say happens in prison, dude. And it happened in a jail in the drunk tank. You didn't even make it to prison, so that's a that's a tough look for your uh, Vegas weekend. But I guess what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But uh, Erskine, ready to take the field. It's game day. We're gonna play a little. Where are you paying attention? So let me send this over to my co-host Joe. Hit him with those horns. Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cook, coming to you live from Folsom Field in Boulder, Colorado. We're anticipating a great game between the Colorado Highlifers and the Tampa Bay Vipers. We're XFL newcomer Patrick Vanilla Tainer Skines, hoping to catch a Rocky Mountain High after last week's no-show in Sin City. But he'll have to beat out Colorado's mountain in the middle, Macaulay Masturbates with Sandpaper Severino. Back to you, Drew. You ever see uh, sandpaper? You ever see uh, Human Centipede Two? No. That's what he does in that movie. He fucking like jerks off uh. to the old. He jerks off to the first movie with sandpaper, I believe. And that's not a lie. That's actually just me regurgitating the plot. But uh, I what... remember you kids saying you watched that movie, and I was just like, "That's just one of those movies." I don't know what at what point, but I used to watch. You know, I was into those gory type things, and then all of a sudden, I just. Couldn't watch them anymore. I'm I'm not a gore guy. I'm really not. I don't like the Saw movies. And, you know, there was a moment in uh, Human Centipede 2 where the mother either gets her head blown out or completely, like, obliterated. And he, like, sets her back up in a chair. And I remember laughing really hard at that for some reason. But I was also uh, a piece of shit. So <laughs> don't really know what that means. But it's the first half, and we're going to get into question number one. At the film's beginning... Airborne Patrol Unit 12 reports that 3,000 protesters are occupied where? Is it A, Akasaka Crossing, B, oh, excuse me, Atsugi Crossing, C, Azuminu Crossing, or D, Akun Crossing? Uh, don't remember. Um, I'm going to say it's B. B? Alrighty, Joe, let him hear it. Thanks, Drew. The Vipers can't be happy with their quarterback's play last week. But after a little marijuana therapy in the Rockies, you'd think that vanilla taint would have mellowed out. But if you watched the news last night, you know that Erskine was not only pulled over and arrested for driving while stoned, but was engaged in what can only be described as a show of police brutality. Things must be getting complicated for the Vipers' front office, and they can't be happy with that first drive as Beef Whistle Simmons is being sent out to kick this one away. So, uh... Damn, you got fucking I, roughed up by the popo after, uh, I guess, attending some sort of hookah lounge with weed. And uh, I guess we'll have to sort of probe you as to what happened there. But we still got some more questions. <laughs> I'm just going off the rails. Man. Yeah, you're not doing great. No. Uh, ever since you um, got squirted in the face with, well, you had your visor on. But yeah, the liquid gonorrhea <laughs> shook you up, dude. You have the, the fear of yeah. uh, that happening again. All right, question number two. While the police are holding the front line, they receive intel that protesters have diverted from what park in Shibuya? Is it A, Kamazawa, B, Shiba, C, Habia, or D, Yoyogi? I'm going to go with B. B? Alrighty, Joe, what's happening? Drew, the Vipers are coming out in there. Do you know why I pulled you over package? And Patrick's looking to capitalize. 
Erskine drops back. Quick pump. The corner bites, and now Erskine's going to air it out. But the ball is batted in the air. It's picked. Donatello bought an NFT of your sister's Grundle Yelchich, snatching the ball out of the air and bringing this one back, the highlifers back out with a chance to score. So uh, they are going to go up seven, unfortunately, after yeah. that turnover. Uh, so it's seven to three right now with a chance to, I guess, get nothing if we get this one right, but at least we'll feel good. All right, question number three. I'm on a field goal. <sighs> Whatever, dude. You can have a fucking field goal. You get it right, for Christ's sake. While in the park with Key, a little boy loses a balloon. What color is the balloon? Is it A, green, B, red, C, blue, or D, purple? It would be C, blue. All right, Joe. How are we, uh, how are we doing out there? Drew, the Vipers are lined up in their I Can't Breathe package. Let's see if this defense can squeeze the air out of the ball. Erskine takes the snap. The line is crumbling and he's forced out of the pocket. And Patrick's trying to keep this one alive. And it looks like he's got a mound downfield. Barnaby killed Epstein with my ass cheeks, peck and paw, with a deep catch. <laughs> and he's going to take this one for a first down, Vipers. And just because he asked nicely, he's going to get a field goal before <laughs> halftime. So uh, let's just say he kicked like a fucking 65-yarder, dude. That's just how it's going to play out. So. Yeah. Because because Erskine is just the lowest of the low right now, uh, he got a little something there to at least put us in point of one, uh, one point behind. So halftime interview, uh, Joe Cuck's running down. Patrick, what transpired between you and Officer Marino last night? It wasn't me. <laughs> All right, Shaggy, but you got fucking, <laughs> you have black eyes. Yeah, I got up in the middle of the night. I fell, you know fell over and hit myself you know what can i say you're a fucking coward patrick <laughs> you're a cop apologist <laughs> listen here cuck <laughs> if you <laughs> you want to go yeah i do want to go because you can't fucking fight for yourself dude <laughs> let's ro- go you're rolling over for the government pussy yeah. all right joke for the you. government <laughs> all of a sudden First guy, believe me, has no love of the government. He loves strippers, booze, prostitutes. Yeah, I mean, well, this guy's a one-trick pony, man. This is not. You might be a fucking double agent, dude. You're undercover for the feds. I don't even know if Patrick. I don't even. I, he might not even be an American citizen. He might. He might not even be able to vote. Serbian. <laughs> I can't even, yeah, he's like Slovakian or something. Yeah. I can't even remember where he's from. He's got a green card, for Christ's sake. <laughs> he's here on and a he's run. about to lose it because they're going to kick his ass out of here. He's only been in freaking jail like twice in the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's here on a work agreement. I mean, there's funny, I mean, fucking what's-his-face on the, the Chiefs punch pe- uh, his pregnant wife or whatever, his girlfriend. There's plenty of pieces of shit in the NFL, so. If the XFL can't accept Patrick Erskine for getting roughed up by a cop, you know, he has no place in professional football. This is the league of delinquents as far as I'm concerned, man. <laughs> yeah. This is the outcasts of the world. Yeah, I guess that's fucking fair. Based on their uh, their last their names, their yeah, names. It's just like when you can't, you know, make it in the NFL and you're a jerking off with sandpaper. Yeah. <laughs> that's scary shit. That sucks. All right, we need to fucking get this game going. Question number four. What is the license plate number of Henmi's car that he is seen in with uh, seen in with K? Is it A, 2222, B, 1098, C, 3955, or D, 6610? I believe it was D. D? All right, Joe, what's going on? Drew, 
coming out of halftime, this little bitch is sliding up in this spread <laughs> wide, spread wide, and they're soliciting sex from an undercover cop package. Let's see if Erskine can do a goddamn thing. Kanye's taking this a little bit too personal, man. You called me a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> Only my wife can say that about me. Vanilla hikes it. The defense sends a blitz and Erskine's falling back to buy himself some more time. Now he'll throw it to the wideout and across toward the sideline. And it's caught. Luigi made your uncle a butt slut Mario and Luigi. <laughs> Making the grab with his toes and bounds. And that's a first down, Vipers. Wow, there was a lot of spit in my mouth there. I couldn't say that. Luigi made your uncle a butt slut Mario Luigi. Uh, that was a reference to the old Mario uh, and Luigi movie where apparently Mario's last name is Mario and Luigi's last name is also Mario. It's really weird. Uh, all right, question number five. Uh, when Fusei is at Thanks the for sh- that information. I'm just explaining it for the, the, you know, the people at home who want to see kind of where I'm, I'm fucking thinking. What, his name is Mario Mario? Or yeah, that, it- was the, that was what I'm saying, dude. Mario Mario. That's real. I'm not fucking around. <laughs> I know I said I was lying in this podcast, but I'm not. All right, whatever. I'll, I, it doesn't matter. Luigi Mario? Yes, that's his goddamn last name. All right. When Fusei is at the shooting range, what is the number associated with a headshot? God, I've had literally not even a sip of this wine. A, 5, B, 10, C, 15, or D, 20? Well, I would have to think it's, you know, the highest, and but that doesn't necessarily mean that it is, but I'm going to go with D. D? All right, Joe, back to you. Drew, the Vipers will have to take a hard, sober look at Erskine's future with the team because he's struggling out there. Uh, and with the High Lifers taking on another three points, things are looking tough. What a low point for the old vet. So that's... Uh, what was it, five? It was just five, yeah. I knew it. First one. So this game might be out of contention, but, you know, maybe, uh, maybe fucking... Sandpaper Dick Severino, or whatever I call them, is going to make a bad mistake. So, question number six. Yeah, his freaking dick is, like, stuck to his jock or something. It's and probably, like, bloody. Yeah. Just, ugh, it's tough, dude. Nothing worse than thinking about bloody I've dick. got a bad visual now. and Yeah. Well, you're playing, like, shit out there, so maybe you got to think about something. <laughs> <laughs> Get your fucking head back in the game. All I'm right. over. I think we're going to have to bring out, you know, somebody off the bench. Yeah, we got to bring back out, uh, what... Uh, Limp Nicky. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get Limp Nicky yeah. back out here. Smoothback? No. No, Smoothback no, smooth is Tim. Is, yeah, Tim. Come back, Tim. Limp. You and fucking Brett could be uh, whatever you guys want. All right, question number six. In the story of Little Red Riding Hood that Fusei reads, the girl is forced to wear iron clothes and hasn't seen her mother in how many years? Is it A, 5, B, 6, C, 7, or D, 8? C. C. Alrighty, Joe, how's this game going to end? Drew, the fourth quarter is coming to an end, and it's the Vipers' last chance to change this game. And they've come out in their sloppy drunk in a sobriety check package. Erskine hikes it. Play action. He's waiting for an opening, but the pressure is coming. And now off to throw a missile to the postman in double coverage. Somehow he squeezes in there. <laughs> Cleo contracted herpes from a catfish, Harmon Hanks, <laughs> with a money ball catch and a stiff arm against Sandpaper Severino. And that's going to be a first down Vipers. And they're going to come out and kick this one in. And they're just going to lose it by one. Oh. It was 10 to 9, I think. We must have tried to no, you know, do an onside kick. Did you get a touchdown? No, you caught no. A, you got a field goal. Yeah, you no, got, I get the field goal in the, the first one. Dude, I'm so bad at math. 
This and then is... you gave me another field goal, so I had six. Yeah, because then... you begged for it. You <laughs> fucking <laughs> <laughs> coward. Did you just give me a field goal in the last one? Uh, Technically, I did. Well, in the that last means one. I got nine. No, no, no. Yeah, you got nine and they have ten. Uh, you, got, you still lost by one. How do they get three? Because uh, they uh, kicked a field goal. One of the, the questions, if you know, instead of a punt, it's they oh, gave a field goal as well. So you got another loss. What a what a fucking sad week for Erskine, dude. You're gonna have to check your ass in a rehab. You need to maybe just have some uh, stay at home strippers and just not go out at night. Yeah, I'm definitely doing some soul searching right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I am checking myself in a rehab. I, I'll just you know. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> yeah. What? what? You have a question for me? No, but uh, I just want to let you know all my fans know that you know I've been letting them down. And I realized that it's time for me to really take a hard look at myself, and uh, I'm going to check myself in. So wow. I might not be able to play next week, but I'm going to come back strong. You're going to have to play next week. I'm not going to do these fucking Either that there. or they're not going back to Croatia or <laughs> Serbia. <laughs> You've got to play for the Croatian yeah. League. Yeah. Well, Maybe but, I'll change to rugby or something. Yeah. As we've, uh, I guess, evaluate whether Erskine stays in the country on his fucking visa, we are heading back into the locker room to uh, drown ourselves in this ice bath. Maybe fucking uh, drink too much of this wine Gatorade and just feel sorry for ourselves. But we are going to try to decompress, play a little Would You Rather. So are you ready? Yep. All right. Would you rather live with a, uh, I guess, terrorist bomb makers? So your whole house is just terrorist bomb makers making bombs. Or you have to eat one pound of human flesh per day. Every day for the rest of my life? Uh, Where many... are we going to get all this human flesh? This is just not what I'm prepared to do. <laughs> I have a hard enough time coming up with these questions. I'll just make it easy on you. Um, I'm not going to eat human flesh. Um, but harboring terrorist bomb makers, if you can slip in the human flesh in however many ways, it could be a little bite, you know, it could just be like small cooked bites. Is there anything that happens to a human if they eat fucking human flesh? (sighs) They get a hankering for it? Well, they did it, uh, in that movie or actually in real life. There's a, no, there's a story about a soccer team that crashed in the mountains Uh and they were forced to, I think it's called the alive hmm. and they had to eat the people you know they they resorted to eating the some people of the, yeah that had died do you think like do you think they ate all of them or do they just no they didn't have to eat all of them okay i was gonna say is like how long did it take for them to put off eating the dick of balls or like the ass cheek or something no, like that because it feels like no they were eating like the the ass and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I think the parts be... of the muscly. I mean, they're not gonna eat the damn dick and balls. I mean, what the, the ball, the bull balls are like a uh, <laughs> a fucking delicacy, dude. <laughs> they do that shit on Fear Factor not because it's scary, but because it just it's so expensive to to process those balls. Uh, let's move on. Okay. Wow. First punt. <laughs> No, I said I would have to live with terrorists because I'm not going to eat human flesh. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I, would, I mean, maybe I'll, you know, I think it'd be kill myself cool. if I was a bomb maker or something. Or I'm living with them. Maybe I'm, yeah, you know, don't know it. You're harboring these people somewhere in the basement. All right. Well, this is this is uh, definitely a compressed category because I got three three ones that are fine. So next up, 
Have any ticket, or would you rather have any ticket expunged if you can beat a cop in a fist fight, but cops are more likely to pull you over for minor infractions, or have a different uh, have different types of guns randomly hidden throughout the world, almost like a Smirnoff ice, you know, like icing people. Uh, and if you find it, you have to fire it in the air wherever you are. So cops are always on the prowl, will always try to give you some sort of ticket for something stupid, whether it be your muffler's too loud, you know, you didn't fucking signal coming out of a stoplight, <laughs> or, you know, you open up a book, you got a handgun, you uh, open up a closet, there's a fucking M16, you have to do like a desk pop, uh, like in the other guys. One of the only good propaganda uh, movies. I just have to fire it off? Yeah, whether, I mean, this is... Immediately or like... You don't, you don't just, like, take fucking 10 steps outside. It has to be immediately. So if you find a gun in the house and you have to what shoot... What happens if I don't? Uh, you have to put it in your mouth and fire the fucking trigger. <laughs> you have to kill yourself. Oh, no. What is this, like, a Smirnoff ice? Do you, have you ever heard of icing people? No. It's like, uh, it's like something that's happened in the last, I don't know how many years. I'll say at least 10. But, like, people will hide Smirnoff ices in places. Like, you know, you put one in the, the oven, you put one in the, the microwave or whatever. And if somebody opens up and sees it, they have to drink it immediately. It's like a, a stupid fucking drinking game that, like, uh, frat guys or something would do. I mean, people do it all the time, aside from frat guys. But it is a childish drinking game where you hide Smirnoff ices from people. Okay. So, you're hi- you're, these guns... Are your essentially your Smirnoff ice? Instead of uh, putting it in your mouth, uh, you have to fire it in the air. Yeah, and that's gonna be. I mean, this could be an RPG. It could be a fucking machine gun. Like it could cause different issues. Oh, or you boy. just have to constantly be ticketed by, uh, I guess, rude cops. I mean, I don't know how. So if I get my ticket expunged after if I beat up a cop. If you can beat in him a in a fist fight, fight. Yeah. yeah. If you knock him but out, like cops are more likely to pull you over for minor infractions. If I beat him up, then I still like then I'm constantly getting pulled over. Yeah, you're not gonna get reprimanded for beating his ass. He'll just like kind of like, all right, fair enough. Like you didn't need that speeding ticket. I'm like, yeah, I didn't either, motherfucker. Like you would just have to like uh, essentially uh, assert your dominance over the law. Say I'm not paying this ticket, and then you just tell him to square up. I would, I would honestly, I would probably want to fight the cops because I've haven't, I haven't been pulled over by any cop that I find to be, uh, physically intimidating. They're usually overweight, uh, sleepy eyed, um, fucking losers. So I would gladly, gladly, I'm talking to specifically to the Asheville PD. I'm really, <laughs> I'm still mad about getting pulled over like a year and a half ago. Yeah. But yeah, I was gonna say I've been pulled over by a few state police that uh, I wouldn't want to be in a fist fight with. Yeah, dude. Well, not specifically here, but in New Hampshire. Yeah. Well, you can pick and choose. Like, if you're like, well, this is a, a cop I can't fucking take. But if you get, you know, Officer Little Dick, dude, like you'll fucking tell him to tell him to pull up right away. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I mean, how does it come to that? Like, he's gonna give me a ticket, and he's like, hey. I'm writing you a ticket, but if you want to square up right now. <laughs> no, he never. The, you know, because I, I want to test out, you know, to see, you know, um, I'm feeling uh, like I might not be able to, you know, protect myself. So I just want to see. You look like a, you know, a guy that can fight. So let, let's do it now. Now I'll throw the ticket out. I, I, 
it funny enough, it probably would be the cop who initiates it more often than not if it were to be real. But I like the idea of you being the ones like, all right, sir, uh, do you know why I pulled you over? It's like, shut up, <laughs> pussy. Fucking <laughs> just tell him to immediately, like, you know, put the hands up. I like that idea a little bit more. Yeah, that doesn't work, though. But that's the thing. Like, if you can fucking tell him to, I mean, you got to be able to fight him. So that's 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 what it is. Either you uh, are willing to accept the tickets from the cops that you can't beat or you fucking beat up the cops that you can't. And I'm going to try to beat up the cops that I can't. I'm not going to randomly find guns in the air and shoot them. And if it's a fucking, you know, bazooka. Yeah, but you're saying throughout the world. I mean, I mean, what if I don't go anywhere? I mean, you it's know, in the house. They're all over the house. Yeah. There's just guns everywhere. Yeah. It's like a smeared off ice. I, like I said, you <laughs> fucking find it unexpectedly and you have to do something with it. And if you just want to end the question and blow your goddamn brains out, then say it. No, I mean, I'm not going to, like, just keep firing off guns. That'll probably get me in jail anyways. Yeah. Or at least cause a lot of uh, problems to your roof. <laughs> yeah, right. Just big holes in the wall. Yeah. All I don't right. think mom would let you do anything. She's just, like, checking fucking doors for you and shit like that. She's like, don't move. I need to check if there's goddamn M16 in here. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I'll, you know. Let's let's go. Let's square up. Okay. I mean, I usually I think I can beat anyone up, anyways. Yeah, you're like being even very though I haven't been in a fight in like thirty years. You've gone soft, old man. You've fucking gone soft. Oh, I would dude. never. I wouldn't want to get in a fight with anybody at this stage. Oh come on! This is the first time that you're fucking rolling over, and it's to the police. You're a cuck. <laughs> you oh, call I'm me a saying, cuck, dude. I'm not saying I would roll over. I would try to beat him. Okay. I'm just saying I'm. Gonna... I just don't like the enthusiasm in which you're. You're just like, well, I guess I'll fight the police officer. I need you to bring the energy, dude. I need you to fucking be ready to go. <laughs> Usually I am, but I mean, you're it... scared of the cops hearing this, dude. You're scared of the Lake Lord police coming in and taking shit away from you. I'll, yeah, well, we'll fucking see. Who, if... you, who usually wins in a in a fight with a cop in terms of who are they going to side with? Well, are you white? <laughs> All right, next question. All right, would you rather fight four wolves to death with the gray airplane bottle knuckles? And I'll explain that in a minute. Or anytime you see a uh, girl under the age of 13, she explodes. So, but the first one, do you ever watch The Gray with Liam Neeson? Yes, I did watch it. Yeah. At the end of the movie, uh, I don't even think they actually fully show the fight, but he has like, you know, those like little nip alcohol bottles. Yeah. Uh, he breaks them and they're just like glass, uh, glass fucking bare knuckle. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I can't even speak. But yeah, you would essentially only have those. I'd even maybe even just give you a knife too, just for the sake of the argument, because he had a knife in that fight. Or... You know, if you go to like a work site and you see someone's fucking daughter and she's under the age of 13, she'll explode as though that uh, that girl did in this movie. Yeah, I'm definitely going to fight the four wolves. Do you think you could? How many wolves do you think you could actually fight? If I have a knife or something, I think I'd be all right. I mean, I might get. They'll probably pounce on you in the back, dude. Could be, but I'm going to at least get the knife into somebody. Mm -hmm. I like like the idea of like. 
always like asking is like is there any like little girls around it's like what are you fucking asking me little girls around you perverts like no trust me like i don't want them around yeah. they're gonna blow up i don't want to be responsible for little girls blowing up yeah you just spontaneous like spontaneous combustion or something you drive by a park and you accidentally like turn your head and you see what <laughs> they just fucking pop up <laughs> fuck didn't mean to do that that would be i mean that would be a crazy superpower i, I guess that's like the worst where superpower did you get ever. that idea from in the movie the girl blowing up. The girl oh, committing suicide. Oh, right. what am I saying? Yeah. I mean, either that or they're all suicide bombers. I don't know how you want to fucking position this, but the little girls have to blow up. They weren't actually suicide bombers. Well, she was they a were... suicide bomber in no, that instance. She, no. The, well, yes, because she got caught. Yeah. She just figured she'd blow herself up. No. They I... were just... They just transported the bombs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying in that instance. They were called Little Red Riding Hoods, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you would try to take on the wolves? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I would too. Get I mean, the I just hell out of here. I can't like I can't feasibly think of a situation where I could walk around. I mean, I guess I don't see too many like kids in Asheville, but still, that's like a risk I'm not willing to take because I don't know how big the explosion is and also I might just get covered in the spray of blood that uh, comes out afterwards. Yeah, All right. That's impossible. I mean, yeah. You see freaking girls under the age of 13 everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm supermarket wherever i mean that'd be crazy if it worked for the tv too like if you see like a child <laughs> actor but i guess that's retroactively it has to be like live so that wouldn't really work <laughs> or you just see a fucking episode of a kid when they were young and then they blow up in real life that'd be so crazy all right last one would you rather pretend to be someone's grandmother mrs doubtfire style but if you're caught you go to jail or dress as a furry wolf for five years but you have to live in a pack of other furries. Do you know what a furry is? No. No? Furries are people who dress up in ostensibly like a mascot costume, and they're like just animals. They're like, they look like cartoon animals. Like, I'll try to pull up a, a picture real quick, but they're they're people who have these compulsions to like just dress up as uh, these animals and live their life like like whoever they're trying to be. It's really f- kind of funny, but it's fucking bizarre. Uh, give me one second. I'm trying to... Oh, here we go. This is perfect. I, I, and they all fuck each other, too. Like, that's the crazy wow. thing. But, like, this, like... Okay, I'm trying to turn my computer around here. That's yeah. the type of shit that people dress up in, and they love to get down with one another in their furry costumes. That's... I'm losing faith in humanity. Uh, well, these people, I would love to know like how much happier these people are inside of the suit versus yeah. maybe it's not as weird as it looks. Maybe they it's just fucking have weird. Yeah. But I mean, they don't have those costumes on all the time. They certainly lo- try to. So they go to work, but then they come home and costume up. <laughs> <laughs> ideally, ideally, if you're a furry, you could find a job that would accept your... Well, I've never seen somebody like... I remember uh, Joe telling me that there's uh, guys that are bronies. They're like yeah. My Little Pony. They they like My Little Pony or something weird. Yeah. Yeah. There is, uh, there's a lot of content about bronies. And one of my favorite things is that I've seen people take pictures of um i guess like a, a my little pony figurine or it's like some sort of doll but they slowly over time just cover it and come 
Like they'll just fucking jerk off and like come onto this little thing. You're lying. No, I'm dead. I'm fucking <laughs> dead serious, lying. dude. I'm dead serious. You're lying. No, dude. I wish I could have more time to search for it, but like, because the, the only reason why I came to about was that we were at this um, restaurant, uh-huh. and the guy that uh, it wasn't really it. Uh, well, anyways, he had something like a My Little Pony like necklace or something, and I, I'm looking at him. I'm like, what the hell is that guy got? That My Little Pony, and then Joe goes, oh yeah, because he's a brony, and I'm like, shit. Brony. Oh. He goes, no, I'm serious. I'm like, okay. Look at this right here, dude. It's on BuzzFeed News. A guy on 4chan has completed his disgusting mission to a little... Uh, 4chan? Little... Where is it? This is 4chan. Yeah, well, right off the bat. The Pony Cum Jar Project? That was what it was called. Look at this. That's just old semen. Uh... It looks like something that you would preserve uh, like a, a fucking fetus in. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Already, you know, you got to stop. Don't show me these pictures. (laughs) First off, I don't want to even look at it. No, I I don't even want to know that this is, you know, something in the world. Oh, my God, dude. Here, the glue has weakened. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to even read this, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's... So we've gotten a little off track here, but the the question still stands. The furry <laughs> furry wolf, but you live in a pack of other furries, so at least you have a communion of people who like. Let's say you don't even have to work; you have to just live on a commune of furries, and all you have to do is just hang out and be in this fucking suit all day for five years. So, I almost until the point where you can't be on this podcast anymore. Uh, well, I wonder how long. Like, if I got to be someone's grandmother, uh... I'll say it's about the same time. For five years? Yeah, but you gotta... But there... I'll have to make it, like... You're actually involved with the family. You're not putting a... Been put in a home, uh, as we had spoken about last episode. Like, you're actually, like, involved with the family. People are like, oh, we're going to go see Grandma. Yeah, well, it just feels like I'm going to lose five years of my life either way. Yeah. And then the, the worst part of it is that if I get caught, I go to jail. Uh-huh. On the other one, I just got to hang out with these freaks. Yeah, you got to watch them fuck each other. And- uh- <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm going to have to be a stupid-ass furry. Oh, you're going to be the furry? Yeah. I don't want to dress up as a freaking old lady. I guess I want to... five years, and then if I get caught, I go to jail. I mean, because then jail, who knows what happens in jail. And then when they find out you've been dressing up (laughs) as freaking Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire style. Yeah. That's going to end badly. You want to dress up for my... my The worst thing is just like, I'm just like, you know, be no worse than like working at Disney World or something Mm -hmm. as some, you know... Do you think... Well, because part of being a furry cosplay is that you have to act like the thing. Do you think you could pretend to be a wolf for that long? <laughs> you got to howl at the moon. You got to fucking live your life as like this weird cartoon wolf. Yeah. I'd probably be drunk most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> you become a fucking drug addict. Yeah. Yeah. The very uh, Erskine of you there. <laughs> That's what Erskine's going to do when it doesn't work out in the XFL. He just. Patrick! <laughs> It's been known that you're freaking going to spend time with some furries. <laughs> I heard you came on a My Little Pony wall. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm fucking back on this page for some reason. Damn it. Months pass with no progress. Holy shit, dude. Okay, I need to get off this page. I need to like... Well, you went on 4chan to begin with. Which well, there wasn't. It was, this was BuzzFeed. I never went on 4chan. Oh, I got but it. Was on 4chan. Yeah. Well, 4chan is a hellhole. I mean, sure. if you told me it was 8chan, then I'd be. Is 8chan up? Uh, I want to just say yeah. I don't see why it wouldn't be. 
I think in other countries they have taken it down because of obviously. Uh, that's what I thought. You know, they had taken it down. Was that, that only was in like Australia QA, though? I don't know. I I missed what that meant in terms of being down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking about the. Uh, the oh, Netflix. eight chin is back as eight coon. So yeah. Oh right. Yeah. That's coon. right. It changed. That makes sense. Well, uh, well, I I guess we've cooled down. We've maybe learned some things that we didn't particularly want to learn. But Erskine is, uh, I guess, going to drag his his ass to the strip club and uh, very sadly get a lap dance or start guzzling alcohol. He has some fucking work to do emotionally to get through whatever's been happening these last couple of weeks. But as always, what the heck are you doing, dude? <laughs> you're fucking you're dragging some piece of plastic over your head. We're trying to get into the futures of these characters. So, uh, Ghibli all grown up. Bits get sequel ideas. Do you have uh, anything that you wanted to bring up? No, I, I really have. don't put a lot of thought into this because we seem like we're doing these. Uh, you can still submit something. You can't just yeah. fucking just let it happen. No, I had some. I'm No, I didn't think of it. If you don't have a Muskie's Maxim this week, dude, I'm going to be pissed. I don't. You, you fuck. <laughs> I thought about it right at the, as we were sitting down because I wasn't even, I was trying to think of my wine rating and uh-huh. then I went, oh, shoot. And I saw Muskie's and I'm like, ah. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. It's uh, Th- that's a weak uh, bit, I guess, that we got going right now. Muskie is uh, he doesn't have a lot to say to us, so I don't think we're getting a lot of yeah. We're not exactly out of him. yeah. <laughs> we're not exactly friendly with the bartender. Yeah, when so, he looks at us, he just shakes his head. Yeah, and uh, he's pretty much pissed. Well, you know, because we're bringing in our own wine, which is probably, is illegal. I think yeah, exactly. I don't even think we're allowed. And to how do that. are even allowed to do that? It's <laughs> beyond me. How we're recording a podcast at a bar right now with no mask, bringing our own alcohol. <laughs> yeah. We're in a whole different world. Uh, but I had a, I had a, just a pretty simple bit. It was just uh, somebody getting pulled over by a crooked cop. Um, so I'm, uh, I guess I'm going to start a little timer here. I don't actually have my phone on me. All righty. Let's start now. All right. So you're in the car. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Officer, uh, I'm sort of confused (laughs) at why I'm being pulled over. Well, (laughs) actually, that's not my fucking voice. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? I know you just asked me that, but I, I feel like you don't actually understand. I don't understand. Do you know where you are right now? Um, Probably about two blocks from my house. No, son. We're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> my name is Officer Chester Sweet Dick. <laughs> We've had some calls around this uh, this part, and quite frankly, I don't like the look at you. I'm sorry that that's the case, but uh, I still don't know why I'm being pulled over. Are you alone in the car right now? You're very clearly alone. There's nobody else in the car. Uh, You can check the trunk, but I can tell you there's nobody in there. Why are your eyes so red? Um, Smoke a pot in here? No, it's, you know, allergies. Allergies? Yeah. You ever smoke cock in a prison cell, boy? Uh, No. I've never even been given a ticket before. <laughs> it's hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let me see that license and registration. I'll uh, I'll go run your. Run well, this your actually is not my car. Oh, whose car is it? Um, it's a friend's. Friend's car. 
So you were going 65 and a 70 in your friend's car? Is there something that you don't want to tell me here? 65 and a 70. Yeah, I was doing the speed limit. Well, it seems like you were driving a little carefully for somebody who uh, has nothing to hide. Well, you know, I am driving a Porsche here. A Porsche. Oh, yeah, Mr. Rich Guy here, man. <laughs> Let me see your goddamn, you know, your information. Uh, all right, well, I'm not sure where the registration is, but here's my license. All right. So I fucking take it. Uh, I go back uh, to my car. Dispatch. This is Officer uh, Officer Sweet Dick. Do you come in? <laughs> Sweet Dick. Oh, you're fucking dispatch, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Sorry, man. I was pouring myself some wine while you were hacking the car, man. <laughs> <laughs> dispatch is drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Dispatch, well, these are, drinking on these the are crooked cops, man Yeah What's going on, sweet dick? Well, Harold Aside from you just getting hammered on the line I need you to I need you to get me a warrant stat I need to be able to search this man's ass You want to search a man's ass? I believe there's, there's reason I to think... believe There's reason to believe he has contraband That would otherwise prove to be uh, necessary for me to search his ass <sighs> Well, I'm not gonna stop you. Can you get the can you get that warrant for me? I'm gonna have to call up the judge. And, <laughs> get him on uh, the line. <laughs> I, I think I think today's is, you know, that night that he, you know, goes down to the you know, the chicken uh chicken coop, you know what I'm saying? Chicken coop. Uh what uh, uh what do they call that? The strip club? No, no. The whorehouse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, fuck. <laughs> Judge Maxwell is getting pussy, and I need to search this man's ass. So either you fucking get me a warrant, or I have to go over there and make a make a make a real scene. Well, I'm not going to give you the authority to do that, my friend. You know what, dispatch? I'll uh, I'll get back to you on this one. I fucking I'm just fucking pissed. So I get back into the car. Hey, by the way, on your way in, can you pick me up a another bottle? Sure. <laughs> I'll get you some juggernaut. Thank you. Yeah, all right. I walk back up to the car. So, sir, I've, uh, I'm going to have to ask you to step out. And why am I being stopped again, sir? You were, uh, Mr. Officer? It's Officer Sweet Dick to you, sir. But you were driving in a suspicious manner. It's a, uh, it's actually a 75, not a 70. I checked my, uh, Check my my side here, and uh, so I was even going slower than is allowed. It was very suspicious. I have reason to believe that this car might be stolen. Uh, the fact that you can't seem to prove anything about you know who's this friend of yours who's 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 giving you a Porsche. So please please step out of the car. All right. Are you gonna shoot me? Are you white? <laughs> <laughs> step out of the car right now. Put your hands up. Uh, all right, all right. I'm coming out. I fucking, uh, you know, you come out with your heads up. It's like, all right, drop your trousers. I got my gun pointed on you. Excuse me? I said, drop your fucking trousers, boy. I'm sorry, but I can't do that. I fucking fire at the ground. Either you drop your goddamn pants or I'm going to blow your kneecaps out. Kneecaps out. Do you have your body cam on, please, <laughs> Mr. Officer? It's Sweet. streaming right to my OnlyFans. I'm Sweet about to make you suck my dick if you don't get on the goddamn ground. <laughs> okay, I'm getting on the ground. All right, so you fucking, uh, I guess you pull your pants down. It's just like, 
<laughs> I'm looking at your ass like, okay, okay. I fucking shoved my hand in there. Oh, I fucking knew it. I knew you had something in here. I pull it out. It's an illegal immigrant. <laughs> it's a full per fucking baby immigrant. What are you, some kind of fucking coyote? I pull out more. It comes out like a... Uh, like a what is those things in a magician's sleeve? He just keeps pulling out fucking immigrant people. <laughs> you trying to Holy smuggle people crap, into the United States? Man. There's no way I had freaking illegal immigrants up my ass, man. How are you gonna say you didn't have illegal immigrants in your ass when I just pulled a whole handkerchief long full of these motherfuckers? Uh, this is starting to turn more like an anime every minute. <laughs> it's El Diablo Blanco, run! <laughs> We've been exposed. <laughs> <laughs> you said your ass was safe, man. I had no idea. I had a whole family of Mexicans living in my ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it. Get back up. <laughs> I just came back from Tijuana. I don't know what the hell happened down there, man. I got drunk one night and I woke up constipated. This is what happened. All I wanted to see was a donkey show. And <laughs> donkey show? <laughs> is that where they fuck the donkey? No, that's when the donkey fucks... Somebody else? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, you never heard of the donkey show? No, I do. I've heard of, uh, whatchamacallit, whatever that video was where that person got fucked by a horse and they died. What? There was some, like, internet video. It was the same thing, like, I love fishies or, like, two kids, one sandbox, uh, that somebody, like, fucked a horse and they died or something like that. Like, the horse fucked them. Like, their dick was just so big that it killed them. But, um... This is... <laughs> Chester <laughs> uh, Sweet Dick sniffed out Lord those Kobe, we I apologize right now because this one is going off the rails, man. I'm at my most I don't give a fuck just because this movie was all over the place for me. So it wasn't that bad. No, but it was like it was just slow. I'm feeling I'm feeling low emotionally yeah. right now, so I'm. Well, I out. feel that because it had low comedic value, that uh, we've sort of like gone, you know, off the rails here. Yeah. Well, I just feel bad. About I don't even know if right what now. we're saying is funny, but yeah. Well, in hypothetically pulling a you know illegal immigrants out of your ass that you didn't know <laughs> were there is funny in concept, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe I didn't pull it off, but you know. <laughs> Oh no, you pulled them out. Yeah, I definitely Maybe you didn't I, pull it off, but you pulled them out. Yeah, so uh, there's some some sort of pulling going on. Whether it might be my own dick because I think it's a maybe a masturbatory joke, but whatever. <laughs> so we're trying to put this into the best of the best. We're gonna put this one on the Rushmore. I got two here that uh, have a chance. So first one up is the fairy tale motif Rushmore. Does Jinro beat out the Princess Bride, Edward Scissorhands, Shrek, or Pan's Labyrinth? Fairy tale, because um... the the Princess Bride is kind of like a play on that genre. Edward Scissorhands is essentially Beauty and the Beast. Shrek is kind of the Beauty and the Beast too. And then Pan's Labyrinth has a a lot of different things going on for that movie. Yeah. No, I can't. I yeah. can't put it up. There. Not a goddamn chance. No. This one actually has maybe the possibility. So the iconic armor Rushmore. So does the special units armor beat out? Uh, the Stormtroopers in Star Wars, Iron Man's armor in the MCU, RoboCop's armor in Arbor, uh, RoboCop, or uh, Batman's Batsuit in the Dark Knight trilogy. Because these things are pretty darn cool. 
And the only one that really has a chance of taking off in my mind are the Stormtroopers. But the Stormtroopers, I believe, are maybe a little more iconic, obviously. Yeah, because, you know, I don't think his arm, that armor was that iconic, really. I mean, the red eye thing was the, the creepy thing about it. Mm-hmm. But one of the only uh, the people who actually, like, kill people when they shoot, too. The Stormtroopers can't seem to hit anything. Uh, uh, but the special units are, are able to gun people down. Oh, yeah. So I guess that's not really the iconic armor thing, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to have to say no. Yeah, that's that's fine by me. All right. I'm uh, as little as we talked about this movie already. I'm done talking about it. We're going to do a live action Netflix recast right away. Bay. Uh, does Michael have a chance to uh, make this one his own? No way. Bay. You don't think so? No, I don't, I don't think this is a Bay movie. Yeah. You do? No, I mean. I guess anything that's like over the top, but this movie is like really not that over the top. It's, it's sort of quiet and it has moments of being, uh, trying to be poignant, but it doesn't really, doesn't really scream bay to me, uh, at the very least. Yeah. Uh, he'd probably butcher it in terms of changing the whole story. Yeah. He makes it some other fucking, I mean, he maybe just like, he should actually make it the werewolf. Thing. The, cool. uh, the wolf brigade would be like in mechs and, uh, Ooh, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know what? Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I had, uh, as the director that I would actually choose, I would actually just say Mamoru Oshii needs to be able to get a, a run at this one. I'm not sure if he's gotten uh, Yeah, only because himself. he wanted to. So it's like, yeah, let's give him a shot. You know? He, yeah. It feels like he uh, he wanted this one, but. I don't like I said like this might be his first venture at a uh, a live action or maybe not. What is this? I'm looking at nope, that's not it at all. So yeah, I have no idea. Uh, who did you have as your Kazuki Fuse? I had Louis Tan. I uh, also I was uh, was looking at Louis there. I thought he would have been a good pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had Takayuki Suzuki, and I really wanted to go out of my way to uh, bring some fresh faces, not only to uh, our choices here, but just dive deep into like what I can actually uh, find for actors for movies. Uh, this guy was in The Outsider with Jared Leto. Um, so he has, I guess, been in something that uh, maybe the contemporary, uh, maybe English audience might have seen. But did you know that Jared Leto has like a, like a cult? He was operating some sort of like cult. I'm not kidding. In the desert or something like that. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, once you have like long hair like that and a beard, like that's the thing that sucks about going bald at 25, dude. Like I had a chance to be Jesus, but I fucking, <laughs> I just didn't have the, the locks to pull it off. But yeah, the, the Jared Leto, uh, cult, everybody like slept in, um, you know, those like hyperbolic chambers or whatever they call them no the (laughs) you know like the um like autistic people will like sleep in these fucking like cocoons that hang from the ceiling or something like that they all slept in that and i guess it wasn't necessarily a sex cult but like people were having sex around him he was celibate he wouldn't allow himself to have sex with anybody but everybody was expected to fuck each other and what was what was the purpose um i guess just because they like requiem for a dream I think they all just were a big Leto fan. They were really into his Joker. That's what they all came out there for. Liar! (laughs) (laughs) Who did you have as your key? Amania? I think that was her name. 
Oh, I had the uh, Sue, uh, I guess it's Sue Young Kim. Kim from Burning. That's cool. Now, I don't know if she's even able to, I mean, I don't know if this is going to be in English. Um, I would have to be. But, yeah, fuck it, dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll work itself out, dude. We've we've cast these people with people who don't speak English before. Yeah. So, I don't... Are they, they going to dub them? <laughs> unfortunately, that very well might be the case. <laughs> Uh, I had uh, Suzu Hirose. I think mm-hmm. it's H-I-R-O-S-E. Uh, but she actually appeared in uh, a movie called Last Letter with Hideaki Anno, who was the, obviously the director of Evangelion. Uh, he was acting in that one. Yeah. And she was one of the voices for uh, the new Lupin movie. So there is some... Uh, me and my dad watch anime pedigree in terms of just some reference here. And I'll, I'll really get my big uh, referential pick at the end, but... Who did you have as your Atsushi Henmi? This uh, was Justin Min. Mm-hmm. He's in the uh, Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. I like that pick. I think uh, I don't. He might be. I don't actually know how old this character is, but I. Yeah, I was questioning that too. I mean, I, when you look at the character, he looks a little bit. I thought maybe he might be a little young for it, but. Yeah, he's probably like mid thirties. Henmi is, and that's why I went with uh, our man Stephen Yoon. Uh, who, I mean, God, it's almost Oscar season. I hope he's able to pull out for uh, Minari, or I can never say the movie. I know it's Minari or something like that, but I hope he gets that that big O. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Did Either he, that or Riz Ahmed. Yeah. Didn't he just win something, though? Didn't he get... He uh, won one of the awards? I mean, the Oscars is tonight, right? Is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I had no idea. I mean, I guess we've been watching those... Uh, those Oscar commercials for like three days now because yeah. uh, we've just been watching Below Deck yeah. in the rain. So yeah, the, that very well might be tonight. So Steven Yoon, hopefully by the time this comes out, is an Oscar winner. Uh, and we got our final pick here. Who is your Hachiro Toby? <laughs> My uh, Henry uh, Golding. Mm-hmm. And I saw him in, uh, did you ever watch The Gentleman with him? It has Matthew McConaughey. It's like uh, a Guy Ritchie movie. It's not good, but Henry Golden's in it. He's not bad. Mm, I can't think if I have. Well, in that movie, like, he, uh, I guess, initiates what would be a rape, but it's like he goes in to, like, kill some person related to the main character. He pins her down, and he starts undoing his belt buckle. And what I don't actually understand in, like, a lot of that type of scene, it's like, how are you from that moment of just like narrowly avoiding a bullet to the head, ready to fuck somebody in the most like, it just doesn't make sense why you'd be, you know, hard in that moment. <laughs> but yeah, that was a hard look for Henry. And uh, yeah, well, I can't explain why people want to dress up and drink in animal costumes and come in a jar. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, a lot of crazy shit out there. People who wear diapers and all kinds of yeah, liberals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a liberal myself, oh. I'm wearing a diaper now. I had um, Tedden uh, Obu Asano. Fuck, dude, I butchered that. But it, uh, this guy was in Thor Ragnarok. He was in uh, Hideaki Anno's Love and Pop. He was also in the live-action Kiki's Delivery Service and the voice well, of Frisbee in Redline. Well, live-action Kiki's Delivery Service? Yeah, I didn't actually know that was like a thing. And then I saw that he was, uh, I saw his IMDb. So uh, that's kind of cool. When did that come out? 
Live action Kiki's delivery service. I would have to think it was the last. Or maybe it's coming out because I can't believe I didn't hear about that. No, it came out in uh, 2014. It uh, has a 46 on Rotten Tomatoes. So maybe they didn't maybe do that. Maybe that's the best why we job. didn't hear about it. Yeah. Still, that's pretty cool uh, that they did that. I feel like more uh, Miyazaki movies should be fucking adapted. That'd be awesome. Yeah, because I didn't. I didn't know that any of them had been adapted. I think that's the first one that I've seen that's actually been adapted. So maybe that would be the only one. I would just like to see it just to see how they went about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Mononoke is like a, a, such a crazy cool movie if they did that in live action, which we still haven't done on this podcast. But that we'll have to save that one for like. I don't yeah, even know maybe if that's, that's number fifty. Yeah, I don't even know if that's like 100. a funny movie to do. <laughs> we have to do the respirit on a hundred. We keep talking about a hundred, but we're planning it in real time. All right, uh, what we're gonna do? Spirited away and read the respirit. I I was I mean, that we is probably a, should. Yeah, that, that was our first one, and it sort of sucked. It absolutely sucked, dude. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, this is. I'm just speaking to like. I'm not, right and here. I don't even know if we're at you know 27 here that we're not sucking, but we sucked harder back then. Yeah, dude, Spirited Away was tough. I don't think I actually started talking about like jerking off until, I guess maybe episode three. So that's when we started getting better. Yeah, when you, <laughs> for sure, dude. When you brought your dick into the freaking podcast. Yeah, dude, my dick needs to be involved with more things for uh, sure, dude. Uh, yeah, the description of paprika's bukkake. So that was like that was really early on. So we we were pretty blue almost immediately. So that's tough. All right, last call for alcohol. I think it quickly went there. Well, I don't have anything else. To I joke think about. after the first one, you're like, dude, we got to bring more stuff in, man. I'm bringing it in, masturbation, whatever. And I'm yeah. like, uh, whatever, Jew. You know. Yeah, you're you're the fucking straight man who I can't just, look a cop in the I, eye. You fucking pussy. <laughs> talking about <laughs> i've had more freaking confrontations with cops than you ever have yeah for you sure had one man but <laughs> and you're all upset i think i'm just trying to get you riled up dude that's the thing now that i'm uh now that i'm lying more and uh making more shit up i need you to be able to oh yeah i'm gonna have to be on point now because yeah. you have to keep uh your shit fucking sharp now that i know where you're going with this mm-hmm. i'm constantly i mean this is what the people wanted Oh, really? The people meaning nobody. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally just me I talking. I found this new podcast, man, and, like, the kid just, like, just keeps telling this old man all these freaking lies. He talks about beating off. Yeah. Yeah. That should be our uh, our trailer. This just this soundbite. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you describing the podcast. <laughs> Don't even fucking watch the movie half the time. I'm yeah, just maybe we have to up. redo our trailer. Yeah, maybe we do. That'd be something interesting. Maybe we shouldn't rehash this out in last call, but we do uh, maybe have any questions for the director. Is there anything that you wanted to ask? I don't. No, I don't think I so. I mean, the only, I had sort of brought it up before. I was just wondering if maybe the, he didn't shoot her at the end like the other guy shot her. Mm-hmm. and then. But I guess it's pretty well known that he did it. Yeah, my uh, my question that I had brought up earlier was that the uh, the Little Red Riding Hood book is like somehow present at the end of the movie for reasons of you know I guess bringing the the metaphor well, home. When she starts saying you know she starts repeating the whole you know Little Red Riding Hood you know what you know big claws you have whatever yeah because did she even was there any references from her 
about Little Red Riding Hood at that point? She had essentially did uh, did something like that earlier in the movie where she was just like reiterating the story of the German uh, whatever grim version of uh, of Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. So I guess I would have had to. I, I only watched this once. I couldn't. Uh, I didn't have the time to sit through it. Yeah. For a second time, but sorry, Lord Kobe. <laughs> so it's sort of, you know, this is so disrespectful. <laughs> Just what? To, to Lord Kobe? One... Yeah, for sure, dude. No, hey, I, I mean, I have no problem. I mean, watching it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, you know, wasn't necessarily. I think it's probably a pot. I mean, a. <laughs> I'm just going to stop now. <laughs> We're like litigating our own problems. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already litigating how people are freaking to make, you know, these requests and like, I don't know if it's a good idea. You know, sometimes it's just not going to work and you got to understand, yeah. you know, and like, and I'm just over here fucking making shit up about Jared Leto and uh, <laughs> autistic cocoons yeah. hanging from the fucking ceiling. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. And uh, I guess Muskie, Needs to maybe consider whether he uh, ever wants to give us uh, any maxims again. Um, I, I suppose the only one I can think of is that uh, don't have a confronta- uh, confrontation with a cop unless you think you can beat him up. <laughs> yeah, that's a good maxim. Yeah, yeah. Definitely pick your shots. All right. So I don't uh, actually. No, actually, I'm taking that back. I'm not. I'm not fucking taking anything back. I mean, that's not true. Notes on errata. This is definitely an episode where I apologize. Uh, not to, you know, police officers, but uh, maybe anybody who was offended by that particular brand of humor. So, sorry. My bad. Uh, anything you had uh, to bring up for the notes on errata before we go? <laughs> I think I'll save it for next week. Yeah. <laughs> After we listen to this. <laughs> I guess I'm sorry to you because I've called you. Uh, I've really come at you this episode so my bad yeah i don't know how i i didn't coming into this one i i, I didn't feel good about the whole thing uh, sometimes you just have to start drama <laughs> <laughs> i knew there wasn't a lot for us to go on and i knew it was just gonna go you know in a different place and uh-huh. it obviously went there and um well as we've watched more reality tv you know that the the real money is when you start making shit up and <laughs> making people fucking you know decide whether it's real or not so <laughs> Whether anyone actually believes anything I've said is really the good question. I hope our script doesn't freaking, you know, leak onto the internet. (laughs) Our 7,000 word script. It's like, oh yeah, page 17, something about coming on ponies. Yeah, yeah. Great line, Drew. Holy shit. Wow, how did you come up with that one? That's good. That's great writing. That's great writing. Okay, yeah. Trying to fucking get them in. And then I'm going to say, like, you know, yeah, remember the bronies? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this show probably needs to go back to being scripted for sure. Or at least uh, a deeper dive into that. But, Dad, this is going to be the Jackson Maine through the window. Hey, what's your wine rating? Well, I'll tell you right now. I like this. Do you? I liked it a lot. I did. I thought it was really good. I mean, you didn't even drink yours. <sighs> yeah, I didn't. I really had like three, uh, three sips. I, I'm not like crazy about it. There is a... Uh, real alcoholy kind of like yeah that's why I like it yeah you booze hound yeah <laughs> you fucking juggernaut maybe we should just change to uh, you know Jack Daniels oh my god <laughs> dude I don't know about that 
<laughs> we'll turn into a drinking game, you know, and then you know after every you know so many things, we have to take a shot. Yeah. and it would get ugly after 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 every category. We have to take a new shot of alcohol. <laughs> At some point, alcohol. we pass out, and there's like freaking you know two hours of dead air. Yeah. Uh, hey, we're back. Yeah. Oh, what the hell happened? We don't cut it. We don't cut any of it out. We yeah. still put out the podcast like that. It's like it looks like both you and your dad blacked out for. <laughs> I guess two hours <laughs> and why you put out uh, really only a 30 minutes worth of content before you guys got too drunk to move is kind of beyond us. I'm, uh, Actually, that might be a good idea for a po- I mean, I don't want to get to the point where I pass out, but I mean, then you probably, yeah, you wouldn't be able to go home, but yeah, we need to rebrand. That's maybe what we need to do. This is just like the last call for uh, this- maybe we, yeah, we got to bring in some bourbon or. The Jews are like, no, 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 dude. no. Unless we're smoking pot. If you let me fucking, you know, if we like we're ripping bongs at the end of episodes. Well, like, you can. I'm not going to. In the Because I'll just be freaking in the corner babbling. <laughs> not even near the mic. My dad's in the corner right now in the fetal position. Yeah. And uh, he's having some problems, but don't worry. I'm going to carry the show. Yeah. He's got a jar over there and something's clinking around. I'm not really. You just quite- keep oh, going. Dad, oh. do you have anything to say? Shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> I've got a real. I've regressed. Yeah, I'm I a fucking shit quarterback. I'm having some problems when I was like seven. <laughs> I was so athletic. <laughs> I was the fastest kid in Serbia. <laughs> yeah, now that you're just Patrick Erskine. My friend stole my my little pony. Oh my god, he stole it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about coming in a jar anymore. How much? Oh, is, what's your no. fucking rating, dude? Um. I'm going to give it four out of five Volkswagen Beetles. Okay. I will give it three out of five Suicide Bombers. (laughs) (laughs) What a sober note. A three out of five Suicide... I mean, just the fact that there's Suicide Bombers probably... You know, brings it down to like a one rating. Honestly, like my sinus is kind of fucked up. Like I'm not really like a fan of this wine. Like it, it's not sitting it's obvious because you've maybe taken three sips. I've had two glasses. Yeah, which doesn't bode well for just like my behavior on this podcast that I'm stone sober. So, yeah. But you know, that's what fucking happens. So, thanks, Lord Kobe, for the suggestion. Uh, if anybody else wants to. Uh, I guess try to put their movie through the ringer. <laughs> this seems to be the case now. <laughs> or, you know, if you think we're going to like it. I mean, I want to be on the record. I did not think the the movie was that bad. I didn't either. Um, I just, just didn't lend itself to our type of, you know, podcast humor, I guess. Yeah. We need it to was like... just too damn serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I really didn't feel that bad about it either. But, you know, sometimes you have to turn up the dial to even get any content out. So... This is just the, the the secondary podcast now where we explain why we do the things that we do. But <laughs> if you do have a suggestion, if you do have something that you want us to, uh, I guess, tackle on this show, absolutely leave us uh, five stars and a review. We will uh, not only shout you out, but if you have something of your own, whether it be some you know, light novel, a manga, you're fucking making a movie, your album, I, I don't care. I will pimp it out, dude. I'll pimp out your OnlyFans if you're trying to get your dick out there, so... Just leave that five stars, and I'm your. Uh, yeah, your the bar guy. is very low here. It's super low. Very low. It's so low that I'm the host, and I have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's so low that you. This is this is the show. But uh, yeah, for sure, leave five stars. Let us know. Uh, and just like always, we really have no fucking idea what we're doing. 
Uh, and hopefully on the other end, uh, this will turn out all right. But we'll just have to see you next week. Yep, and bye-bye. And don't drink a drive.